Today on the Rumble Pack Podcast, it's Will and Luke returning for the very first time. Back, Luke. Uh, the Rumble geez. Pack podcast returns. Return of the Jedi. Z. Yeah. How do we? How do we even start these things now? That's. Um. It felt completely unnatural. Um. I think you've lost all your skill. <laughs> but it's. Um. I think we'll find it. I think we'll find our talent again in like, the next over the next hour or yeah. so because we're we're going to be concise. Yeah. I feel like we're we both look weird now too. Like looking at each other. Yeah. Like we just look different as well. Yeah. What happened? I don't know. You're doing weird things with your toes right now and I haven't seen a I haven't seen a <laughs> your toes in what eight don't, months? Don't ten look months? at my toes. Yeah. You know I'm sensitive about my toes. Yeah, I know. And that's why I cover mine up. Yeah. I don't want you to get toe envy. You're so covered up you're wearing runners. I am. I'm ready to run at any time because um I know this this could be terrible. Is that what you're wearing to the bar after? It could be no Run- runners? No. For God's sake. No, I've got bar shoes for that, Will. Thank God. Um, well, it's good to be back. It's good to be back doing the podcast. We've decided to come back and just do complete week to week coverage coverage of the Russia <laughs> of the Russia and Ukraine uh, war going on. Yeah, yeah. Whose side are you on, Will? Which side am I on? Yeah, I don't pick sides. <laughs> I don't pick sides. Who's well, winning? Um, yeah, so. I heard Roger Federer retired. <laughs> Roger Federer retired. Yeah, that's sad. You see that picture of him crying? Um, I did. Him in Nadal crying. I did. And that's it, sad. It was, um, I think it was far less impressive than uh, when Alexander Zverev fell over and hurt his ankle. <laughs> I feel like uh, his crying was more authentic. But um, Yeah, I know. It's, like Roger and Nadal, they actually put that on to try and be like Zverev. Yeah. Zverev. I don't know how to say that name. Zverev. Zverev. And he... Um, but yes, it, but it, we don't want to. We don't want to gloss over the the Russia Ukraine conflict, of course. But well, maybe, we also don't want to talk about it. Yeah, well, maybe we should just do, talk about tennis. <laughs> yeah, we've been playing tennis a little bit. Well, there's a million things that have gone on since we um, last recorded, and even in preparing for this episode, I had no idea what had happened since the last time. Like it could have been last week, for all I know. But at the same time, we haven't actually spoken to each other since the last episode because um, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, we find that was the best way to keep our conversations natural. Yeah, like we, we were really friends. You know, we hadn't caught up for a while, and um, we wanted to. We wanted yeah. our return conversation to be as authentic as it could be. Yeah. Did yeah? I've been waiting. You know, who won the Bachelor? I've been waiting to hear from you about who won the Bachelor. Yeah, that was um, that was Sam Smith. Oh. Yep. Um, and, um, yeah, how about them cats? The cats? Yeah. The grand final. On to things we actually, know, we actually know about. The Australian cats. rules football grand final. Yeah. Geelong cats smacked up the Sydney Swans. Yeah, what, a terrible, what a terrible time it was. Um, it was lovely. It was, lovely. Um, I mean, you're an Essen supporter and your casual dive into... Geelong supportership is um, always a bit concerning, um, flaky at best, and just embarrassing at worst. Do you want to see my poster? Um, <laughs> you're pointing to your back. If, if you've got a back tattoo, do you I want will, to see my, I will my cat's yeah. <laughs> 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 I will, yeah. I, um, it's actually a tattoo. 
Oh, yeah. On my back. Exactly. It's a full back tattoo. And that's what I'm concerned about. Of Mark right, I, I, <laughs> if you had the number 46 on your back, I would. I, I may um, knock you out and steal your skin. Look, it feels good to be back. I've missed talking sh- the shop with you. Yeah. I've talking shop with you. But I've, I've been off for the year studying and really just sitting exactly where I am now in my new Razor chair. Yeah, uh, studying design, and I finished that, and now I can do the podcast again. Yeah, I think you were glued about 90, 90 degrees to your left. Yeah, for about yeah. what six maybe months, eight months, degrees maybe uh, seven, seven months. Seven. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> either way, yeah. Um, six to eight. Let's yeah, and I do want to, I do want to commend you on the efforts you put in in that seven months because we saw each other, or well, we didn't see each other, as I just said. This is the first time we've seen each other um, <laughs> since the last podcast episode, yes. but. No, you keep, um, the, keep canon, mate. You, yeah, you, exactly. I'm not retconning this just yet. Uh, we um, kayfabe is, exists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you did put in a Herculean effort, really, to get through that because I know you slammed away very hard after work every single night. Yeah, you didn't really see Elise, <laughs> your dear fiance, who you're about to marry, and she, um, I don't even have you checked to see if the wedding's still on. You probably haven't spoken to her in seven uh, months. To I be really honest. don't know. I hope when we get there, any, anyone else will be there. Yes, as well, well, exactly. Well, we've got your bucks in two weeks, yeah. so we've we'll, got the shoes at least. So we'll at least get to get have a bucks. Yeah. So that's fine. Ah, uh, yeah, the bucks will go on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, anyway, it's good to see you well rested again because you were um, a little bit dicey there for a few months because you uh, weren't exactly operating <laughs> on I, on sleep. I still, I'm still finding it hard to put together a sentence. Yeah, sometimes. yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. I'm just frazzled. <laughs> completely frazzled in the yeah. brain but yeah. no it was it was good experience i've learned a lot and, and hopefully i'll pick up some work in the design field soon enough yeah and and i think um and to your left you have a you have a big party box of um savoys sitting there and i, I think you got to attribute a lot of your success at university because of course you got through the flying colors um i think you attribute a lot of that success to the sustenance that is the savoy Biscuit. Um, thank you, Arnott's, for everything you do it's for so us. It's so correct. Ever. Yeah. It's the most correct statement about my whole whole year. Your whole life, really. I don't know I don't know what else you function on besides well, Savoy's and Shapes. Funnily to enough. Be, to fun, be funny, funny. And you know that's true. <laughs> Tim Tams. Funnily enough. Yeah, uh, anything Arnott's. I, didn't, I don't think I even knew that the party pack size Savoy box existed before the start of the uni. <laughs> That's fair. This year, it's kind of been a thing, at least, and I just started buying. Yeah. <laughs> so the party pack, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's deserving. I deserved the party pack right, you did. after the year, um, and I needed it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would have flunked out without it. Well, yeah. It's like you know, you you should always have a good feed before you go for a night out on alcohol, mm-hmm. uh, and before you have what probably. 10 litres of Red Bull a day, you should probably have Savoy's before you have that because um, I think you owe, owe a lot of it to your, um, I suppose, fairly recent addiction to Red Bull. <laughs> um, it's not an addiction. doesn't like say. coffee, doesn't like soft drink, but Red Bull, Red Bull's, uh, it's it's basically- I had a Blue V the other day. Did you really? Got given one. Oh. It was average. It actually just tasted like blue um, lemonade. Like there was nothing to it at all that- you would think it's an energy drink. Yeah. And see, yeah. and you know, we've gone through this user design course, uh, user experience design course that yeah. you did. Um, and in becoming a connoisseur of coding and uh, 
web design, web layouts and all that sort of thing, you've also become a connoisseur of the energy drink and I think it's fantastic to hear about because um, mm. you've just really developed those taste buds by scorching them with energy drinks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I tip my hat to you, Will. You've put in a crazy, yes, thanks. crazy year so far and I think um, if anyone's wondering, that's sort of why we couldn't quite get back as soon as we would have liked. Mm. Um, I don't know if we went on an explained hiatus, by the way. We sort of just... Um, we sort of just um, stopped seeing each other. Yeah, kept people thinking about us. You know, where'd <laughs> yeah. they go? Yeah, where'd they go? You well, had a big year too, though. You bought a bought a place and moved in. I did. Yeah, I did. So congrats uh, to that. Yeah, thank you. Um, it's a lovely little unit. Yeah, no, it, it, it's it's nice. As I've uh, mentioned, I don't know if I mentioned on here, but we um, I never really saw myself buying something in Melbourne. Um, wanted to come up for you know a couple of years and you know work and sort of blow the social cobwebs out, so to speak. Um, he is a completely new man, just so everyone new knows. Man. So <laughs> he swore off Melbourne for life a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he lives here and he bought here for God's sake. Yeah, yeah. New man. In the um in the lovely uh, suburb of Kensington. So I'm really enjoying my time there. Um I think it's what a little bit further down the road than we were previously when I was living in Essendon, but yeah. it's um it's still pretty much a direct Not by a lot though. No, it's just a one direct road basically. It's like fifteen minutes yeah. drive. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um Or a train. Oh, get on the train and we're on the same train line. Yep. So it's um. Anyway, I think we've had a pretty good year so far, and I think um since we last uh since we were last on the podcast, everything's almost back to normal. Uh, uh I, I, just about. Not to give a not to give a COVID update, but you know, as of recording this episode, uh, they're, they're talking about what mid October they're going going to remove isolation periods. So. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So um, there we go. News news breaker Bryant right here. Yeah, look at that. Um, <laughs> I think um, so, yeah, to think we started the podcast in the middle of COVID and then obviously had the break last time and now we're on the way out of it. It's um, yeah, it's pretty cool, really. Uh, it's weird to think how what, what's going on in the last, what, I don't know, 18 months that we've been recording. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's cool. It's been quite the journey. It has. And I, and I reckon... Safe to say, probably for both of us, that we probably didn't get to play as many games that we would have really liked to this year. Yeah. Well, you know, but still completed a few good ones along the way. But, you know, if we bring it back to games, first time we've said the video game is <laughs> in this return episode, where we 10 minutes in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Busy talking about Roger Federer. Mm. Top Spin? Was there a new Top Spin game coming out? Don't care. No, Roger. That's no, nah, he'll be a legend uh, DLC. Yeah, he'll be in every top spin forever still. <laughs> On the cover. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the new Sam Reed. Put him in Mario Tennis. Uh, yeah, that would be good. Put him in Mario Tennis. The Swiss plumber. And make a, a Shigeru Miyamoto character. RF on his hat mm. rather than M or L. Or just R. Oh, I suppose. as in he's got a like yeah. uh, Mario Brothers cap. Yeah, yeah. With cap. the RF. Oh, that's genius. Ooh. That is a genius crossover. And watch him just make another billion dollars in five minutes when that game comes out. Well, he deserves it. He does. Mm. Uh, but I must say, we, in, we got to, we've got to manage our own expectations of how many games we could play anyway. Because, yeah, yeah. because since, as we've said, since we've sort of been able to be a bit more social since we last recorded, I think that's sort of filled up a lot of time, which is obviously perfectly normal because we've, uh, you know, what, two years of only playing games what else can you do yeah. <laughs> what else can you do so it's sort of it's nice to be able to um yeah sort of just get away from the probably not obsession 
but the sort of desire we probably had to just play as many games as we could to now just almost being like teenagers again we can just play what you can afford or get the time yeah you just sort of play the the sort of key games you're looking forward to the expectation uh, yeah. to complete games has definitely dropped mm. i think during covid you know yeah the times where we were stuck at home most of the time i was uh <clears throat> feeling like i had a real agenda to try and complete games 100 percent leave like got to the point because we didn't have anything else to, to do yeah you know so i was just it was just platinum city what I could get, you know, I even played Man uh, Man Hunter, Man Hunter, yeah, Man Hunter, the shark game, and did the platinum for that. That was just a stupid game, and you were raving about it. <laughs> All you do is swim around and eat fish <laughs> for twenty hours. <laughs> but I even did that in COVID because there was just nothing to do. So mm. no, the expectation to complete stuff's definitely dropped or fallen away. Mm. I mean, I, not that I wouldn't ever platinum a game again, but I don't, I don't ever like, I'm not hungry for it, yeah, or anything like that. Yeah, well, that's yeah. the thing, and um, I, I always, I had a couple of games where I thought, and you know, um, a few of you guys were encouraging, you know, like, oh, this could be your first platinum game, mm. and every time I sort of get to the end of a game, or um, whether it's you know Assassin's Creed Valhalla, as we've we mentioned when, on the podcast, I'd played plenty of hours on that, yeah, or even um, uh, Kena, Bridge of Spirits, which I'll um, touch on shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a sh- pretty short game, and I thought maybe that could be the first platinum, but then I just, you just sort of go. Ah. No, I'm happy to move on to the next thing. You don't want to play something so long that it becomes stale. You know, you like to sort of, like Joel Selwood, leaving on a high note <laughs> rather yeah. than, um, you know. Yeah. Uh, so. I feel like, yeah. yeah, I feel like I've sort of turned the corner a little bit where I'm really looking for those shorter experiences in games now as well. I don't know. I just don't feel as, I don't feel like I want to play a hundred hour epic anymore mm. it's sort of i don't know it's just my mindset's really changed yeah since covid finished well i'm sort of the opposite i prefer to i sort of want to get back into playing a bit of, like just have one longer game and play that for three or four months mm. with nothing else you know maybe maybe a multiplayer game on the side or a quick arcadey sort of game like yeah rocket league's always there for example just mm. you don't have to install anything just quickly turn it on um but it's sort of uh, and i guess for me personally as well you know, having a mortgage now and things like that, you just sort of go, oh, I'm not going to just go and buy a game every yeah. few weeks. It's just one of those new considerations. But uh, but I think uh, we'll sort of touch on what we're sort of looking forward to having uh, or playing later in upcoming games. But um, what have you been playing recently or what have you played since we last uh, recorded and spoke mm. to the the old the Rumblers? The rum- Rumblies. Rumblies. No, that's the award, wasn't it? No, that was the award. That was the awards. <laughs> the, the Packers. The Packers. <laughs> um, what have I been playing? Oh, actually, to be fair, I just said that I'm sort of more looking for short experience. But later on, when I talk about things I'm looking for upcoming, I'll probably just spit spit in the face on what I just said because there's a few pretty long games in that. That's right. It's on brand, Will. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, what have we been playing? What have I been playing? I mean. I did say before that didn't really get to play as many games as I would have liked this year, but I did actually still knock off a few. Mm. But uh, a lot of them are uh, shorter shorter games. And there's no absolute mammoths here except for one, which I'll touch on. But early in the year, uh, I started off by finishing The Gunk, a game by uh, Image and Form, or I think uh, they're called something else now. But basically the, the team that made Steam will dig. 
Thunderful games. Thunderful games. Um, finished. I played the game, came to Game Pass on day one, and that was actually a really nice little fun game. Probably only took about five or six hours, and it's just an interesting mechanic. Uh, it, it was like sort of like Luigi's Mansion where you, you're sucking things up the whole time. Hmm. Um, but obviously, in this case, it was just gunk everywhere. But no, that was a nice little game. Looked looked visually interesting uh, on the Xbox Series X. I then played Super Mario Odyssey again. Just replayed that because I just felt like it. It's almost like a yearly tradition at this point. Mm-hmm. Once you've played it once and if you just want to run through the story, it only takes, it takes like, I don't know, seven or eight hours, if that max, to, to run through the game. And it's just such a fun, uh, just such a good platformer, best controls. So I went through that. I played Tony Hawk's... Uh, Pro Skater 1 Plus 2. I've been playing that for a couple of years, but this is the last... Oh, no, no, it's not. This was the biggest platinum grind I did of the year because... Uh, and this was before uni. <laughs> I basically just had to get to level 100 in the game. On the PlayStation 5. Yeah. yeah. And pretty much the, the leveling system in Tony Hawk is a complete bust. You have to just play and play and play for hundreds of hours just constant two minute runs to like to get it up to get it to level 100 if you did it normally but there is a way where you can sort of cheat it which is uh there's a there's a couple of creator parks that have a basically just a rail that's in a circle but the rail is just individual poles and if you jump on it the the board kind of skids across all of them and the multiplier goes up 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 because it hits every single pole mm-hmm. so basically what i did was I would start the run. I would skate around in that circle until I hit the max amount of points you can get for XP. Jump off, exit the run, start the run again. Do it ju- again. Jump on the rail, get off. For like two weeks. And I eventually <laughs> got the platinum trophy for Tony Hawk. It's I'm so proud of the time I put in. With all those rails, Will, it does sound like a grind. Then I played Banjo-Kazooie. 100% run when it came to N64. Mm. Sorry, that was uh, that was one of your best, that, <laughs> that joke. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even... I'm gobsmacked. I don't know what to say. Played Banjo-Kazooie 100% through. It came to the N64 app on the Switch and I went to... I went on a holiday with uh, my fiance up to North Queensland uh, and it just come out the day we left. And on the plane there and on the plane back and then a little bit to pieces while I was on holiday, I played through that 100%. Um, you know, we've done that whole episode on Banjo-Kazooie before. So if you want our in-depth thoughts on that, go check it out. But before I hand over to you for some of your games, the big game of the year that I played for a lot of hours and got the platinum uh, and everything was great was Elden Ring, which uh, is, look, I don't know how... I could pick anything else for the game of the year right now than Elden Ring. <laughs> if you you know, by the things that I've played that have all been pretty old. Elden Ring is just a magical, uh, huge experience. So much to explore. It's it, again, it's kind of the opposite of what I just said about wanting shorter experiences. I think it took probably 80, 80 to 90 hours to get the platinum trophy. Something like that. And I actually started playing this in the very, just in the very early days of uh, when my study started. So I was chipping away at it a bit. Uh, But it's just such a, it's just such an amazing game. 
visually stunning uh, on the PlayStation 5. It's so smooth to play. The combat is just enormous. There's so many ways you can uh, confront enemies with different weapon builds and uh, and everything. And uh, it's just incredible. It's incredible. I Like so many of those Souls games like Bloodborne and, and the like, they're not open world games. They all follow kind of, they sort of push you in a linear path through the world and you just come up to the next boss and you go all these areas, whatever. But Elden Ring just breaks the complete mold and just sets you free from the very first second. Very similarly to uh, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild where it sort of pushes you out of that first cave and then it's like, there you go, go for it, you know. Mm. Elden Ring's pretty much the same thing except as soon as it lets you go, there's like a insanely strong boss that's just right there in the field that will just kill you in an instant. <laughs> so, uh, awesome game. Awesome game. Uh, one of the best. One of the best. Yeah. And I, I recall you uh, saying a couple of weeks ago that in terms of the soul games, you still have Bloodborne higher because I know that you really love that game. Mm-hmm. So, that's not really a... It's not exactly a surprise in that sense because I know you yep. like Bloodborne. Yeah. Uh, but did you so did you find that the grind the grinding sort of uh, theme of the game, um, being that it's a being it's a Souls game, it's all about obviously um, trial and error over and over again. Basically, mm. did you find it worked better in an open world scenario, or probably better in a linear a linear game where you know exactly where you're going, and uh, you know you don't have much choice. You just know that that boss is going to be there i'd say it probably does work better in an open world scenario because the game is really built around the player's discovery um of the world you know you can just walk around the into a cave and find yourself face to face with some sort of mini boss or things like that and it's just constant there's just constant discovery everywhere you go and i think the you know, some of the bosses, of course, take multiple attempts to put down. But if you feel you're underleveled, there's so much out there you can go and do to help yourself get stronger. Whereas in something like Bloodborne or Dark Souls, you're sort of limited to the area that is just before the boss to sort of help yourself level up. Uh, and you, you know, you'll just be hitting the same enemies over and over. The Yeah, that style of gameplay, it definitely does in my opinion, definitely works better in Elden Ring than ever before. I think Bloodborne is... The reason Bloodborne will stay on top is because the world is just so unique and interesting. Like, the actual... The whole game's world and story and universe is so amazing. And it's so brutal. I love how brutal uh, Bloodborne is. It's so... There's so much blood and just, like, vicious weapons and and the bosses are disgusting. I don't mm. know. It's just something about Bloodborne's whole aesthetic that's just incredible. Mm-hmm. But Elden Ring, I think, uh, as far as what's come out in the past, Elden Ring probably perfects the whole gameplay cycle and uh, just adventure of a Souls-like. Yeah, I'd say. it seems as well. And I, you know, I haven't played it. I've I've watched watched you play it, obviously. And it seems to be that it sort of uh, it sort of probably ticks a box or scratches an itch of gamers and also the probably the developers alike, where you finally put out in like. A unique fantasy world in the same ilk of you know Middle Earth or um, you know uh, uh, Westeros, uh, all these sorts of places. Mm. And it sort of um, yeah, it seems pretty cool in that sense. Yeah, the world is just huge and so fun to explore. And the best thing as well is it's probably got 
It's got the best setup to actually play multiplayer as well. You can uh, yeah, yeah, get like two or three of your friends in and explore a really big part of a region together and yeah. go into caves and, you know, you can really do it as a team, which is nice because a lot of the game, you know, we played three or four of us together as a team. A lot of the bosses we took down together, which is there's no... Uh, there's no nothing wrong with that because a game that difficult, you know, you take any advantage you can to get past some yeah. of those bosses. Some of them in Elden Ring are just insanely hard. Took up, you know, there was some that took us almost fifty tries or mm. more, you know, and with a group. Um, but yeah, the the multiplayer aspect, the community aspect of Elden Ring is top notch. So it's just everything about it. It's just yeah, I can't really fault the game. Uh, yeah, it, it speaks. It speaks volumes to some of the games that I have played in the past that sit above it on my top games list. Mm. That they are beaten by, uh, that they beat beat Elden Ring out because there's not really anything wrong with Elden Ring. It's it's almost almost perfect, really. Yeah. So yeah, great game, great game. I actually did Platinum Spyro uh, Spyro the Dragon one in the middle of that as well. I took like a week break from playing playing Elden Ring and 100% in Spyro. That's right. Yeah, which was fun. Yeah, yeah, nice little, nice little uh, side hustle. Yeah, it's nice to have a break sometimes. I actually did the same thing when I played Bloodborne. I took a break right in the middle, or probably two thirds of the way through, because I just had to have a have a break. And I uh, platinumed Ratchet and Clank for PS4. So That's I pretty right. much did the exact same thing uh, for Elden Ring. And yeah, it works like it works a charm because I came back and got the platinum, finished In- it off. Insomniac bringing in the 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 nice hiatus material. Oh, yeah. The Insomniac and uh, From Software combo. Yeah. You can't beat it. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but that's some of the games I played early in the year. What are some of the games you've played back back at the start of the year? Uh, well, as I've sort of mentioned, it's all sort of blurred in together. So early in the year, today, yesterday, middle of the year, <laughs> 10 years ago. I don't know when it happened, but here's what I, what I believe I've played most recently. Because who the hell knows where Well, I'll been. try to believe you. Try to believe me, mm. yeah. Uh, so, as I mentioned earlier, I've played uh, Kena, Bridge of Spirits, mm-hmm. which is one of the... I don't know if it was a launch title on the PS5, but it was uh, pretty soon after or maybe six months later. Something like that, I reckon. It was pretty yeah. good. It, it, was, it was promoted at launch, though, I believe. I think they had trailers coming yeah, out about that was, time. It was promoted in the events before the system coming out. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, so uh, I'll, there's a potential to have a review of that down the track, uh, but I guess just just quickly, it was a it was a pretty nice game. Sort of it's sort of halfway between, uh, uh, yeah, like a Breath of the Wild sort of sort of op- it's like a linear open world game. It's not huge areas, but that's still you can sort of go about the map wherever you want, and it's not not huge though. Uh, it's sort of between that and. I can't remember. I had a good uh, comparison, uh, but anyway, it's sort of it sort of tries to be a bit of Zelda, and it's it's mm-hmm. not quite there, but it's still a kind of nice game. Um, you know, the the visuals are sort of nice, but um, the, the visuals are quite nice, but not perfect. And then the sound is, you know, even a lot of the music. I showed you that loop in the village, yeah, uh, which is nice to start with. Then it it's on like a two minute loop. And it gets so it gets so frustrating. The other uh, comparison was Ori, wasn't it? 
Ori, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Sort of the the vibe of Ori in terms of the, you know, you're sort of helping out little spirits throughout the throughout the land, and it doesn't quite make sense, but it doesn't need to. It's just sort of a nice little uh, little theme to it. Yeah. Because um, yeah, on the theme, it's sort of about a about a girl who uh, comes to this um, this place. I don't really know what it's called. It's just a little, an area uh, to try to help these trapped spirits who are still lingering. Um, basically, without uh, they're trying to find, I guess, the closure uh, for some like a loved one that's gone missing or mm-hmm. anything like, anything like that. So you've basically got to go and find like the maybe the tortured spirit of a loved one who's trapped and then help them both pass on to the, you know, afterlife. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's quite, it's quite nice. Uh, but, uh, it's just, uh, yeah, it just, it's never, it's not quite sensational or anything, but it was just, it was a nice few hours. I don't know how long I played it for, maybe 15 to 20 hours. You or, weren't huge on the combat. The combat. Yeah. And everything think. doesn't quite flow. It's sort of, I think they put a lot of money into making it, uh, even the cutscenes, like that, looks like a Pixar film, like quite high quality. Uh, but the you know, it's not quite fluid. It's sort of a bit. You know, you've got your three moves when you're trying to swing the staff around, uh, and it just doesn't quite flow in. It's like you know, limited mm. number of um, what are they called animations? So it just doesn't quite look like frames. Frames, yeah, yeah. It doesn't quite flow as well as I'd probably like. But it's still it's still a really nice game. I think it's just a um, I think I think PlayStation. Oh, I don't know who. I can't remember who made it. It was an indie studio, but it was exclusive to PlayStation. I think there's potential there to make a nicer, bigger world out of it if they had a bigger budget, maybe. But um, still, still a good first crack. I think that's it's probably an example of where indie studios try to make something that appears AAA when they could just pull it back a little bit and perfect the things that they. Yeah, really land with it, and yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh, good on them, good on them for trying. Just not quite there, but um, I still recommend anyone check it out. It's still, just a nice, just a nice time to be honest. Really hard bosses actually. I probably yeah. I remember telling you like there was a few times where I had to. I played on hard for like the first oh, third of the game, and then I, <laughs> I couldn't get any further. It got it got so damn difficult, and then I, I remember even the last boss I was playing on normal. Mm. And I put it down to easy and it was still quite difficult. I was like, if I was playing on hard now, I'd be here for at least like 100 goes. <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, so that was Kena. Uh, I've also played Detroit Become Human because that was, that's a... Um, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I, know. I remember you saying about that. Yeah. And that was actually... That, a, could have, that actually could have been a week ago. I wouldn't have a clue. That's the thing. When you play that. <laughs> My life is an illusion. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a, um, it was actually a brilliant game. It was similar. It's made by, I think, Quantum Quantum Dream, Quantic Dream, something like that, uh, which is the studio who made uh, Heavy Rain and oh, uh, something else of that sort of, it's like an interactive yeah. crime thriller Yeah, movies. there's another one I don't remember the name of. Yeah, mm. it's a, an interactive um, yeah crime thriller sort of Beyond Two Souls. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was, yeah, really good. It was like, really good. It was like in the set probably oh, in the near future, uh, sort of has altered carbon, Blade Runner kind of vibes to it, um, you know, where there's a lot of, it's all, it's about um, essentially how, you know, robots have been designed to be like people and they start to get conscious consciousness themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I think therefore I am like, are these robots 
they deserve a life like humans or not just right. because, you know, they're not flesh and blood. And it's quite a, it's very thought provoking. Uh, and I think it's really fun. It's one of those multiple choice games where anything you do in a conversation might affect the outcome of the mission and therefore the game. Yeah. So, and at the end of each level, it'll show you the map of all the potential choices or pathways that you could go. And like a random level might have like 10 endings. And you're just like, wow. oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, fl- I fluked the good ending of the whole game, which is, which oh, is really? good. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but it was really um, it was really fun, especially one of the, you, you go through multiple characters and that's another thing. Any of the characters you play as, and they're all scripted, obviously, like they're all, you start with, everyone will start with the same characters um, and it just goes between their stories and how they all sort of correlate. Um, any of your character, those characters might die based on your choices throughout the game. So I finished with, I, th- oh, I think most of the characters alive, whereas someone else might have had one by halfway through the game and just had mm. to finish, might have even finished the game halfway through because they killed that character as well. Yeah, I get you know it. what I mean. So yeah. uh, very, very interesting. Um, What's the uh, gameplay? The gameplay is essentially, yeah. So it's like an if you think of an interactive movie, in that you, you'll be in a scene or a room. And you'll be able to walk around as a character investigating things, picking things up, looking at them. And because uh, I think you play you play as um as robots the whole time, uh, androids, androids they're called. Um, and you're sort of you know you pick things up and they remember things well, and because they got you know photographic memories and all this sort of thing. Mm. And um, basically, yeah, you can. It's just trying to get all everything you can out of the environment before you move on. You know, whether it's so one of them, you're a cleaner to start with and you've got to go around the house making sure you clean up everything to make sure you please your abusive, abusive owner. Mm. Um, okay. And all this sort of thing. And then that sort of, you know, beyond that scene, it's all about, uh, you know, so the 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 owner's about to abuse his daughter, um, but you're a loyal android and you've got your program to obey. But then there's this sort of interesting mechanic where, they they're um becoming like self aware and there's this red wall basically of where you shouldn't go, but they they're like and so you're like into their you're in their computer at this point, and you've got to basically enact them breaking through this red wall and then suddenly they're free of their programming, okay, and you're known as a um a deviant they're called right so the whole story the whole story is based on how these ro- androids are starting to become deviants. Um, because they've broken free of their programming and they can't be controlled anymore. So, <laughs> sounds interesting. It is, it's really yeah. interesting. It's actually um, different. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, you know, we you enjoyed Altered Carbon. Um, I don't know if you see Blade, Blade Runner, but Blade Runner's about, uh, I think replicas. They replicas. So they're basically androids who look exactly like people, and that because they've broken their programming, they're in society looking like normal people. And one bloke who's like Harrison Ford in the original has to go out and find these androids and kill them, basically. Right. But he doesn't know who's human and who's android, so mm. really cool. Yeah, okay. Um, so I recommend any sci-fi lovers, check it out. It's set in Detroit. I'm not, I'm not surprised uh, you played that. Yeah. It I, sounds like something you'd be into. Yeah, well, it sort of made me want to play Cyberpunk finally as well. Yeah. I never knew that I was into this sort of, you know, near future I feel like, robot well, fantasy things. <laughs> and I just, since watching Altered Carbon, because you yeah. recommended it, it's just opened up a whole new world for me. It's because uh, that first season was amazing. Yeah, it was. 
I know. Right. You always you always speak of altered carbon. Yeah, well, and I think it's it's uh, and the key thing in Detroit is one of them is like a detective, and I love detective um, mm-hmm. games. Yeah, um, it's just always it's always fun trying to uncover a mystery. So yeah, that's sort of that's sort of uh, what brought it all together for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Little Nightmares is the most recent game I finished. Oh yeah, um, we started that. Uh, last year when I watched you play, like we do with horror games. Yeah. Um, but we only what probably got half an hour, forty five minutes into it, and we just we didn't we didn't mean to never play it again. We just, uh, yeah. we just forgot. Yeah, we didn't neglect it or anything. No. Mm. Well, we neglected it, but we didn't mean to. The poor thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't personal. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Exactly. Um, and that was a very creepy, brief and unsettling uh, little little journey. Mm. On a ship as a little child, <laughs> I, I updated you on random points during it. Whether that just um, out of nowhere went a little bit sick, but it was um, it was just a really cool little sort of horror game. Yeah, one of those little indie titles, you know, like Limbo, where you you know there's a lot, probably a lot of in um, uh, what is it like a lot of messaging, a lot of symbolism, mm-hmm. and all that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, just it gets quite creepy. It's actually a bit like, uh, uh, I don't know, a little of Mister X little pockets of like from Resident Evil Two, where he's following you around. Obviously, oh yeah, a bit like that. You got to sneak sneak through areas, and then suddenly you can just hear them. You know, like if you make a noise, they'll just start storming from across the other <laughs> side of the map. You can't see where they're coming from. You just like, oh, here they come, and it's just it's just quite creepy. Distant stomping. Uh, in shows or games, anything. Just, I was going to say. It unsettles me deeply. I was going to say, there's nothing worse <laughs> than hearing footsteps or stomping towards you, but you oh, don't know where it's coming from. You don't, oh, yeah, I know. It's horrifying. It is. It is terrible. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was that was it. nice. And, ugh. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, and Battlefield 2042, again, that's just... Um, just wanted to add that that's finally become the product that we were promised after all this damn time. Mm. Um, so... So I've uh, just been trying to play that. And, of course, I'm going to help your um, brother. Still going to help your brother to get the platinum on Red Dead Redemption 2, I which, which somehow cl- is uh, going to take like 100 hours online. Yeah. But I just I just need an excuse. I need that motivation for a couple <laughs> of us just to be able to play it um, and go back and play it because obviously that's um, one of my all-time favorites. Look, if you do it, I'll be very proud of you. Uh, proud of you for doing it. I just don't, I just don't see it. It's not happening. But good yeah. luck. I just want Tom to play with me. What about um, Ghost of Tsushima? Director's Cut. Was that this year? I reckon I finished that before we finished recording. True? I've I've surely mentioned that at least 80 times. Yeah, okay. But fantastic game. We can talk about it again. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I I don't know. I I haven't really played. I think I've probably played or tried a few different little games uh, along the way. But who the hell knows, Will? I moved house and that broke my, well, didn't break my brain, but that consumed the brain for a little while. So, yeah. You've been chipping away at Super Mario Galaxy for a couple of years now. So, you might almost be there. Yes. I'm, I'm doing one world, or sorry, one galaxy per year. <laughs> per year? Yeah. No, I do. I haven't set my switch back up yet. That is my next, um, I think and I, you brought it up to me. I think that will tide me over well, till, I- to what is probably. We'll talk, touch on um, our most shared, anticipated upcoming game. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I, I want you to finish Galaxy because I mean, I also want to play um, 
I've always I want to pl- finish Sunshine, Sumeria Sunshine, and my copy of Sunshine is part of that yeah. um, thing. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not rushing you, but you did you you were asking for <laughs> a game to play in the meantime before something come out, and I was like, oh well, you've had Galaxy for the last decade, so yeah, maybe look, get that done. <laughs> look, it's it's absolutely fair enough to rush me to probably give a game back. It should only, only take me 10 hours. I've turned into 10, 10 months it's at not, the very least. It's not that long. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. It's, um, I, I got a good run on it a couple of months ago and then I had to pack up and I just, uh, yeah, just sort of broke the the, uh, the routine of it. But I'll, I'll get back into it and it's I'll okay. play. Yeah. I know where you live. Uh-uh. Um, so that's it. That's all your games that you played? I'm not, that's Maybe. not a dig. I'm just asking, is it? Or? I don't know. I've got a few more. Not really. I have a few. <laughs> I have a few more uh, that I played. I'll just run through them quickly. Uh, there was a couple of short ones. So I played Box Boy uh, on the Nintendo 3DS, which is really fun. It's a little platformer where you're like a you just you literally just a box, and you can sort of summon one sort of one to three boxes out of yourself. It forms like a little line of boxes, and you use them as platforms to keep moving through the level. You got to like like draw out boxes to make like bridges and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, I completed Super Mario World for Super Nintendo. I've, I'd never done that. I always wanted to. And every time I tried it, it just felt, I always felt the controls were a bit sort of funky. But then I actually got into it and started playing through it and it, it clicked in a great game. Uh, Cuphead, the delicious last course. DLC finally came out after years of people waiting for them to finish it. And that was great. Did you know that Delicious Last Course is DLC? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. acronym. Cool. Yeah, uh, oh, that no, was awesome. I know. That Cuphead's just such a good game. One of the one of the best games, and uh, that was really fun to play through. And have you watched the show on Netflix? No, I should. Yeah, you I should. should. That seems like a that seems like a fun old uh, old cartoon. Yeah, I think it's pretty like kitty, but yeah. it's yeah, it's an old style cartoon. Yeah, I, sh- I should put it on. There's Which- a cyberpunk anime um, on Netflix just come out. You probably like. I did see that. Yeah. yeah, I will think. I think I will check that out. Uh, but just on the Cuphead, there's something that animation. You know how they really yeah. moving, really creepy. They, I, I find it really creepy. And, yeah, and good I love at the it. same time. No, it's cool. It's cool, but there's just something um, because it's so back and forth, like the old cartoon style. They yeah. didn't. They didn't repeat the drawings. They'll just cycle back and forth. Yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> always creepy to me. I don't know what it was. The start of that DLC had this big story opening where they were in this like bakery and all that. And um, they, it was exactly like that. This fast-paced music and Cuphead and Milkman and I were sort of just bopping along to the thing the whole time. And I was like, oh, I'm back. Yeah, yeah. I love this. So good. Mm. Um, I played Kirby and the Forgotten Land. It's the first ever Kirby game I've played before. And it was the first ever uh, 3D Kirby game. And it was actually a really, really great game. Yeah, because I, I, I knew you were playing that and I saw you playing it. I didn't know you'd finished it. Yep, finished so it. I wasn't sure if it was a... The final boss was literally like a Dark Souls boss. It was crazy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but uh, great game. Honestly, that was a really fun game. And it's just, it's a very relaxing game. The music's so, like, there's the music so chill. There's so many nice little mini games in the hometown. You can just, like, sit there and fish and do all this other stuff. It's just, it's really relaxing, nice time. Um, all right. Two more. I'll touch on... Oh, three more, Sorry. I, I'd been chipping away playing Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition for like pretty much all this year. Just randomly on the train to work, I'll just grab out a Switch and just play it a little bit. I've pretty much exclusively played on the train. I think I've played maybe like 26 hours now by now or something like that of the game. 
and it's I'm probably only halfway through it. It is a really good game, but it's just a it is a bit of a slog. It's, Commitment. It's repetitive and it it takes time to get through. But I, I will finish it uh, eventually because I want to I want to play Xenoblade Chronicles uh, three, but I'm not going to touch it until I finish the definitive edition of the first one. And number three is coming out soon. Uh, it's out. Yeah, it's out. I've got it already. Um, and the uh, the la- the last game I finished, which we will definitely do uh, an actual review of, uh, and we'll touch on it again later, is Resident Evil Four, which I finished only a few weeks ago now, probably only a couple of weeks ago, and I played it on the Wii, it's the Nintendo Wii. You can't beat the Wii controls. <laughs> Honestly, the best. Just using the uh, pointer to aim and shoot. It's so fun. Great game. Goes really high up in my Resident Evil uh, standings. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, and yeah. Well, we've got a well-established list now of Resident Evil. We do rankings. <laughs> we do. Maybe the next time we talk about Resident Evil, we'll reveal it. Remember when we did Resident Evil three for our first episode? Yeah, I know. Well, we have not done another Resident Evil episode since then, but I'm pretty sure in all 150 episodes we've done. Yeah. Oh, we stopped at 35, didn't we? Yeah. I think this is 35. That's right. <laughs> That's 115 episodes that we just sitting there. Yeah. That are recorded, but oh yeah, not let loose to the public. Yeah, we, I think we recorded them people, most in one night. The people, the people couldn't handle it. No. <laughs> um, and then yeah, lately uh, I'm just playing Splatoon three. Uh, I won't, I won't go on and on about it because I could, but it's great. I love Splatoon. Been playing that a lot. You're like a little boy. Little little Nintendo toys. Yep. I'm the Nintendo boy. Well, that's all the stuff I've been playing this year. You've gone through your games. Let's have a quick chat before we wrap up about games that are upcoming over the summer into next year that we're looking forward to that we'll definitely be buying. What do we got? Well, what's coming out soon? I don't know. Uh, What's coming out? It's October. Is the game industry still going? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> uh, all I know is that we're back, so I guess they'll all start making games again. Uh, yeah. If yeah. we're back, they're back. Yeah. That's yeah. the old saying. That's what I figure. Um, well, the game we were referring to, and we'll we'll start with the strongest game because, well, it's actually probably the soonest as well. It's in, the soonest of mine. Well, at least, yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> in about a month. So the game I was referring to, we were referring to in the, where, that we were suggesting I played Super Mario Galaxy before because I'm saving myself, is, of course, God of War, Ragnarok. Yeah. Uh, and that is... Of course. Of course. Uh, I'm, I'm actually very, very damn excited. Um, I, I, haven't, I haven't put much thought to it. Like, I'm not, I'm not sitting here, like, you know, uh, frustrated how long we're waiting for <laughs> it. you explain those other <laughs> movements, mate? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Don't know. You're not antsy. You're, I'm not antsy about it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I... But I just... I know that when I start playing it again and, oh, not again, but get back into that series again. You've played it? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Uh, That's where you've been all this time. I haven't <laughs> seen you since last time. <laughs> yeah. Santa Monica, they invited me over. Yeah, awesome. So I think it's just, uh, yeah, once you get back into it, I know it's going to be, it's already an iconic series for me after one entry. And, and this is the reboot, of course. It's an iconic series all up, but yeah, it's like a new series, really. Mm. Uh, and I just think it's going to be incredible. Uh, mostly it again is. because I love the mythology uh, of uh, that it's tapping into. Uh, I, I like the um, just the the depth of it. And, you know, there's a bit of conspiracy to what goes on with mythology, and you know, when you watch the 
um, the first game with all of with um, we played the first game, of course, with Balder being <laughs> Balder being the villain. Like you're just wondering, you know, how did uh, I don't know? You're just wondering what things mean and everything. And it's yeah. just really exciting. I, I just want to tap into it, and I know that now that I've played the first game and I played that well after the release, but now that I'm playing the second one, going to be playing the second one from release, it's just going to be like a really nice to just settle into it with no rush, no haven't I haven't, wouldn't have heard anything from anyone else about the game. Uh, just be my eyes are the first, you know, um, experience I have with it. So, yeah, it's like you're locking you're locking eyes with a newborn. Yeah, yeah, yes. You're the first person that disc disc sees. Yes, <laughs> I um, it's my first newborn. Yeah, it'll be my first. So who knows? I might panic, throw it in. <laughs> no, I won't, I won't throw it. I would never throw a new ball. <laughs> but, you know, it could be like, uh, you know, Jack Black kick, kicking um, Baxter off the bridge. Burgundy's dog, yeah. Yeah. But, of course, then I realised we are talking about a newborn. Don't throw it like the Leviathan axe. No, I won't. I'll just call it back. I'll call it back. It's yeah, all right. It'll come back. But, yeah, that, I think um, that's, de- that's definitely... Uh, what I'm most excited about and it's the sooner so how good yeah I'm very excited to play it as well the the most recent trailer really got me excited for it that they had in the PlayStation state of play recently about a few weeks ago um, unfortunately the game comes out just before only a couple of days before my wedding and then I'm going away for honeymoon after for I don't know uh, seven or eight days as well so I'll be a little bit late to the start uh, with everyone else, but I'm very excited to play it when I get back. And I think that the excitement that the trailer probably garnered in us was largely it wasn't even because of how good the graphics look or anything. Like it looks, it looks fantastic. Yeah, but it looks so similar to the first one. Yeah. And the crazy thing is that first one was 2018, and it was so damn good then, and it looks so damn good now. That they didn't even have to improve it really that much visually, uh, uh, like four years later, and that's and we're going up to PS5. I reckon it just looks like we'll just you know it'll be operated slightly smoother because PS5, of course. Yeah. But uh, and that's um that's not saying that they haven't put the effort in to make the improvements. I'm sure it'll be crazier when we see it on our you know on our 4K screens as opposed to a phone or a uh, you know a, a desktop where we probably watch the trailers most. Yeah. Uh, but it's just. I don't know. I just think that that studio just they've really put their heart into it, and they put the heart into the first one. Is the point? Like you know, they mm. they made it as good as it could be from the start, and now they just have to just gradually build rather than try yeah. to rebuild it every time. They they don't really need to do a lot to make it look great. It already looks good, and when you've got that 4K 60 FPS upgrade of God of War from 2018 for PS5, and you look at how good that looks, mm. that's that that looks as good as you could expect a game to look already. Hmm. So Ragnarok does not need to do much to look like it doesn't need it doesn't actually need to look better. We're here we're here for the characters hmm. and the gameplay and the story and the world. You know the the graphics are at the back of the line in my opinion of what you know what I want out of the game. Hmm. And that trailer just got. It just, it just got something out of me. It was just, it was almost emotional. That that trailer, the story beats they hidden in, and this, the just watching all the different characters. It was, oh, they just nailed it. Yeah, they and- nailed their trailers, and that's what got me to play God of War twenty eighteen in the first place because I didn't even own a PS four and I bought one to play God of War because the trailer was so good, I could not help myself. 
and we hadn't we hadn't actually played the God of War games, uh, the original uh, PlayStation Two series, no. or and PS Three with God of War Three, but to see in that original trailer of the first game again um, in twenty eighteen, where you know everyone realised it's 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 uh, Kratos. Uh, even in the E3 trailer, I think that was the reveal, mm. and it just and he says "boy" or whatever, and it pans up to him. Yeah, even we, were, yeah, uh, we both weren't we weren't together in the same room, but we would have both freaked out because we're like, "Oh yeah. my god, it's him!" It's like we haven't even played the game. I I knew nothing about Kratos, but I could not help but fanboy out when exactly. I saw him for the first time in the trailer. I was like, "That's Kratos." Yeah. That's him. I don't know him, but it's him. Holy moly! <laughs> yes. So I think just to just to finish on that uh, as well, I think it's uh, again because they put all the hard yards in early to reboot the series in 2018, then they did so well with it. I think it'll be a lot harder for them to stuff it up than it will be to make it better. Oh, they're gonna nail it. Yeah, like it would take a colossal effort to make it terrible, and I just oh, you know, to make it even slightly bad. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that's the only game of my uh, few upcoming games I want to play that's coming out this year. And there is a very, very good chance it can dethrone Elden Ring. Like, if anything's going to do it, that's the only one. That's a, it's a very good chance. That's a good point. Yeah. They, they've released it just in time to raise the... to at least have the contest. Because if they delayed God of War to next year again, Elden Ring would win Game of the Year at every publication known to, the, known to planet Earth. It would. Um, there's nothing else that's come out that can no. d- can beat it. I know people really like Xenoblade Chronicles 3, but I just don't believe that that will get a popular enough vote to actually beat out Elden Ring. So God of War is the real, it's the only other contender and it'll probably, I mean, it won the game of the year in 2018 and mm. it had stiffer competition then. Yeah, so absolutely. It can definitely do it. I'm looking forward to, look, I, I say this loosely, I don't like I'm looking forward to playing it, but I'm a little bit skeptical about it. But um, it's Gotham Knights, which is coming out uh, next year, I think, sometime early. I don't know the date, but I don't know. There's something about it. I really want to give it a chance. Yeah. Every time I see it, I'm just slightly skeptical of the the way it, lo- it looks. A bit stiff to play. Some of the gameplay videos, and I, I mean, it doesn't have Batman in it. I know it's not the hugest deal, but and it's not rock steady either, mm. so it's it just feels a bit funny. But it's it's got a co-op experience. You can jump in and out, be all over Gotham at separate locations, and I think that would be something so perfect for you and I. Yeah. So I I want to give it a go. Yeah. Well, and that's and that I think in the trailer we saw recently, uh, they were discussing how yeah you can go at different points of the map. You don't have to be in the same screen doing the same mission at the same time yeah. or anything like that. Obviously, you know, it's ideal if you want to need to team up, but technically, yeah, you could do a mission while I'm too busy trying to find a Riddler trophy, if there are Riddler trophies, but, you know. Yeah. And then, you know, they said it's a, it's a cool concept where if you're struggling in this battle, obviously I'll be talking to you, but, uh, you know, over headset. Yeah. But I could technically just drop into a, your battle midway through without telling you and you'd just be like, Oh, sweet. We've got someone to help me now. Just like, you know, those sort of cool moments in the Batman games. You could say, yeah. you know, you'd probably have to be a bit of role play to get it, but there's those opportunities for you just to play out that ultimate, you know, in the shadows uh, superhero fantasy. Yeah, it would just be awesome. Like, just think, you know, say I get home from work before you and I'm playing the game and, I, you know, you say, oh, when I get home, I'll come on and play. 
And then when you get on, I'm in a fight against like 20 guys and I'm struggling. And then you come in from the side because you've loaded into my game and helped me. That would just be, it would be very cool. If it works, again, that sounds like something that would be very hard to make work right. So I hope it works. Yeah. Um, and I know we're already in, <laughs> we've already in the past had a little, little argument about who gets to be Nightwing. <laughs> oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> so you can, whatever. You can be Nightwing. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> and that, folks, is how you win the argument. You take it to the podcast and he can't, uh, he doesn't want to fight. Well, there's four also. of them. There's four characters. And not, <laughs> Nightwing is by far the one everyone will want to play. Oh, yeah. Surely. Like, who wants to be Robin? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Robin's the, the second in charge in the in the main stories. Then as soon as he gets his own side story, he's still the second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I feel like I've probably played Batgirl before I play Robin. Well, yeah. I'm not that interested in playing Red Hood, though. No, nah, not so really. So, I'd probably pick... If you're Nightwing, I'll maybe pick Batgirl. It's literally three Robins and a Batgirl. Um, yeah. Yeah. So pretty much. I just and on that game quickly, uh, I think the, the the hard thing for and it's Warner Brothers made, of course, because they I don't they own DC or yeah they own DC I believe Warner Brothers. Uh, yeah, I think so. Or DC at least lets them own the rights to the video game part of it, whatever it is. Yeah, I can't remember. Something like that. Yeah, I, I think it's yeah it's going to be hard for them to come out of the Arkham Knight trilogy or series um, Shadow because obviously our expectations are so high from from that series. Uh, so it's one of those things, you know, it, it we'll probably have to put in a deliberate effort to not judge it based on those uh, games or that, compare yeah, it. That's the thing. But but also I think, you know, they're not being Batman in it, not being Batman in it uh, as far as we know. And also the... <laughs> he the, shouldn't be. Well, Very first trailer. Batman is dead. Yeah, <laughs> which means he's alive. Uh, uh, yeah, and when you think when you say like that, he actually probably will show up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like in um, <laughs> Batman vs Superman. Superman dies, and by the end of the movie, he comes back. It's like thanks for the suspense. Not even by the end of the movie. Ten minutes later. Oh yeah, oh, exactly. <laughs> Correct. Ridiculous. So I think the <laughs> anyway, we won't go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, let's not open a can of worms on that. <laughs> no. So the uh, and the fact that it's a multiplayer game, not single player, will affect it a bit because the whole thing, the allure of the Arkham series, and and this is essentially based on the Arkham series. I know it's not Rocksteady, but one hundred percent, it's just oh, yeah. so much likeness. Hmm. And I just think that the um, yeah, you're gonna lose that. Uh, I don't know. You're telling your own story, or you're you are the badass Batman doing yeah. things solo. You don't need anyone. Look, you are the Nightwing. Uh, yeah. You're right. I'll go Robin. <laughs> All right, I'm Rob. I'm Nightwing. <laughs> no, <laughs> it doesn't count. Uh, hopefully, it's good. I don't want to. I don't want to sit back though. That and- comment was non-canon. Will. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to just let it slide if it's no good though. Uh, because of uh, good faith to Arkham and all that, you know, like I want to play it and I want it to be good. Yeah, if it doesn't yeah. work out, we'll we'll be honest, open and honest in our opinions yeah. of it. But we just we we do have to, you know, just give it a chance. We do yeah. have to give it a chance. Yeah, I got two more. What have you got? Well, I mean, again, you're more across the the gaming landscape uh, than I am always, really, but especially now at the moment. But uh, Luke's, Luke's too cool, guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Resident Evil Four remake, though. That's one of mine as well. Yep. Yeah, that that will be very fun. Where um oh, it'll be so good. Loving these remakes, and I know you you just played as you said the original recently on Wii. Uh, but that's um 
um, I think it's yeah great that they're doing all these remakes. Mm. Uh, and you still love the you know the original, so it's good that you got to um, play that probably before you had your your bass yeah. raised by the um, I, remake. I really wanted to play the original before for this. I can't wait for the Village remake. Just quickly, sorry, <laughs> mate. Resident Evil Village is actually just Resident Evil Four. It's crazy how similar they are when now that I've played four. Yeah, okay. They're like the same game, except four is way better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Because four has Leon and a village has Ethan. So <laughs> what do you want? But no, four remake would be so good. Like four was great. And when you look at the trailers they've put out, very they've shown very minimal so far, but it looks like they're gonna go real dark with it and make it real gory and mm. and you know, really violent, which if they can make it feel more haunting because there are some points in RE4 that were a bit spooky, but no, no scariness on the level of um, 7, 2 remake, whatever. Like, it's clear that that was the point where it goes a bit more action, mm. uh, but still some spooky points. So, like, if they can really bring some of the horror elements that they've done so well recently into it and then keep all the same great, um, you know, some of the great shooting mechanics and, and, the, and you know, nail the story again, it'll be... It'll, it could be like the best Resident Evil. Like it would be so good. Well, and I think, and on, while we're on that, <clears throat> we're planning on very shortly playing the Res- Resident Evil 5 because yeah. that's co-op. And as we both know in our brief experiences with it in the past, when mine was well, 15 years ago, really, it's just like, it's just action. It's not the, yeah. the horror element uh, from, yeah, again, very brief experience was all but gone, especially like it was middle of the day. The uh, segment yeah. I saw with laser pointers. <laughs> and I'm like, what, what are you doing? But uh, again, I didn't have any expectation then. All I knew was the movies at that point and they were just action, no horror. So Yeah. No, I reckon 4 Remake is going to be awesome. Uh, the last one I've got, which I, I don't know, you may have it on your list as well. It comes out the 12th of May, 2023. I do know this date off the top of my head. Uh, is The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, they're not doing Breath of the Wild again. Breath, Breath of the Wild. You're still waiting for that sequel, aren't you? Yeah, Breath I'm, of the Wild number two. Yeah, I'm not sure where Breath of the Wild 2 went. If, I hope it still comes out. I'm sure it's that. Yeah. Sure it's that. Sure it's that. You're being, are you being stupid or? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the in- Nintendo joke, so I make my own. Hopefully they land. <laughs> no, this is that. Yeah. <laughs> no. You sold it so well. I was like, oh, no, he's believed me. <laughs> no. He's going to be hoping forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is that. Tears of the Kingdom, it's called. And uh, I don't really know what to say about it. They've still shown such a little amount of the game. Uh, but I, all I can say is a lot of it looks like it's taking place in islands in the sky. So, uh, it looks great. I'm excited to play it. Tears of the Zelda. Tears of the Kingdom. Zelda's Tears. Oh, Tears of the Kingdom. Well, in the very first teaser trailer, it does show Zelda falling into like a big abyss. So, it might... I feel like it's going to be sad in some way. Third one, Abyss of Zelda. Zelda's Abyss. Yes. No. Legend of Zelda 3, Breath of the Wild 2. Yes. <laughs> we, can only, we can only hope. Yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think otherwise for me, again, Hogwarts Legacy, uh, we've spoken about that. Um, you've cooled on that massively and I know a few of our mates have as well, but I'm still hanging out for it because the world of Harry Potter is just so warming. The Wizarding World. Yeah. It's just I love, always nice. I love The Wizarding World. 
But I, I don't know. Something For some reason, I've just fallen off having excitement for that. But I can't actually put a finger on why. Uh, but I'm, I'm not opposed to playing it. Like, I know you're going to get it. So I'll definitely come around to your house and uh, check it out. Okay. You yeah. buy it yourself. Why don't you? Uh, and also, <laughs> I think otherwise, the uh, the other upcoming game... Uh, sorry, it's already out, but we'll, we'll probably play it eventually. Uh, the Last of Us Part out. 1. Oh, right. The remake of Last of Us 1. Because it's uh, still a bit too soon to play it again. But also... It's um, full price, and we've already played it. Oh, you know? I can't, yeah, you 125 can't, bucks you is can't a bit pay much. full price for that. No, like well like, done, like Naughty we Dog. We own it already. Yeah, like, like, I could just put the disc in and play it. And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with the version that already existed. The remaster, exactly. It's already great. I think the the, but we know the only reason they decided to do the remake was so they could call it Part One, given Part Two came out. I assumed it was probably just to um, ramp up excitement for the show. It would be. It works out perfectly. Which would be great. Yeah. There was a trailer, proper trailer for that last week. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, it looks great. Yeah. I mean, it's just the last of a story in a TV show, but um, that's a good thing because it's a great story. Exactly. As we we know from, uh, well, again, uh, I can't remember the the actor's name, Uh, Pablo... Or Pedro. Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Is that his yeah, name? it is. It He's is. a Mandalorian. Correct, Mandalorian, and also Oberyn Martell He's in Game of Thrones. from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, as we know from Game of Thrones, first few seasons when you follow the source material, you you just do it. If the source material is perfect, <laughs> yeah. you just you just follow the source material, and then when in doubt, when the source material runs out, just listen to the original author, and just do what he reckons. Dan and Dave, whatever you. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're left, whereas Dan and something. D&D. D&D. <laughs> but anyway, and I'm just quickly on that. House of the Dragon. I know you haven't watched it just yet, uh, but House of the Dragon, uh, it is a return to form for the old Game of Thrones world, uh, the Song of Ice and Fire. It's very nice just to have just the, the strength is the writing again, not the, the all the action, which is fantastic. I take your word for it, being I know you very well, obviously. There's been oh, people yeah. that... There's been uh, other people I know that have uh, been watching it and they've fallen off. Not they don't like it. Don't know why, but um, I take your word first. So, Simpletons, William. Mm. Uh, just one last. <laughs> but thing But of course, to add. sorry, sorry. If anyone's out there and they have different opinions to us, you're not simpletons. Just, just, just these people. Yeah. Don't agree. We've got to, we've got to like scratch that out. I'd never call anyone simpletons. Not especially not our followers. Will. Oh. Where we 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 don't support any uh, use of such uh, uh, name calling to well, anyone who. What just would Roger Federer say? He'd say, "Rafa, you were second best, and Djokovic, you were the third best." Now hit the nail on the head. There, there was one other, there was one other game that when I was uh, writing these notes the other day that I thought of, and I didn't even end up writing it down because I thought. Nah, it's not worth it. But I'll just quickly say, if it ever, whenever it's coming out, if it ever does, Starfield, uh, you know the Bethesda game. Yeah, that's one for with Xbox. It's like a space game. And that was that the one George R. R. Martin helped with. No, I'm on. A no, that was Elden Ring. Yeah, I know, but I thought there was another. He did a space something. Oh, I don't know. Maybe Maybe Starfield's don't. like it's like space Fallout or slash Elder Scrolls. 
Yeah, okay. Anyway, I thought of it. But, it's just uh, space Bethesda. But who actually cares? <laughs> I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Bethesda just t- churn stuff out. Uh, uh, impressive studio for how many massive games they can put out. Mm. But if there's ever a, a, a massive multiplayer game or big open world free roamy crazy game, that's just Bethesda. <laughs> yeah. Always. Yeah, I don't I don't think I actually care anymore. I did. But it's yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Xbox is uh it's fallen into a hole again. It has nothing. <laughs> there's nothing on it. I know, and what a what a late season revival it had last uh, year. When, uh well well your brother, he's um well, hasn't turned it on in a while. Uh, it's just a it's a it's a funny land it is a funny landscape at the moment. Uh, you know, PlayStation it's not doing anything crazy good, but it's still, it's, you know, well, it's plodding along well. Uh, PlayStation's actually not bringing out that much either. No. There's actually not that many games releasing at all. Yeah. Um, like new big games. But Xbox is actually releasing nothing. Yeah. Uh, so I, I know Starfield's coming up and it's exclusive to the Xbox cause they, because they bought the rights, basically. They didn't make it. Um, just making new gears. What the hell are they doing? Oh, yeah. Where's Gears 6? Oh, yeah. And I'll have to come here to play it. I'll get it on the Xbox One. I'll fire it up. Send it into orbit. Oh, you mean because of the Series X? Yeah. Yeah, right. But I do want to see it on the Series X. Oh, it'll look nice. Yeah. I kind of feel like uh, cranking up Gears 5 now to have a look at it. Oh, yes. That first scene where you're dropping into the water. Yeah. On there. Oh, how good would that look? Amazing. Anyway. Let's wrap this up. That's the upcoming games we're looking forward to. There's all the games we played while we've been away. I hope everyone uh, has had a great year, played lots of fun games if you were able to. Mm. Um, I hope some of you are playing Shovel Knight Dig because it looks awesome and I haven't <laughs> played it yet, but I'd like to. That's the main thing. I'd like to. And it's good to be back. We're going to be back. We're going to be back again soon with more episodes, aren't we? We are. And it's just uh, thanks for welcoming, welcoming us back into your lives, humble listeners. Uh, because it's um, yeah, it's nice to be back in here. It's uh, yeah, been a long time coming. But again, it wasn't necessarily a planned break. But we knew it was. But by the time it started, we knew we couldn't come back for a while because of our you know various commitments. So yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's very it's very nice, and yeah, hope everyone's had a great year, and and especially those close to home. It'd uh, be very excited. Hope you're all very excited as we head into spring because the day right now that we're recording on. It's like a grand final. It's a corker. It's a great day outside. It is. Hence uh, the discussion earlier of heading to the bar post-recording. Oh, yeah. Just to be outside because it's so nice out there. Exactly. And uh, I will say we are... We're going to keep... With the... Going forward, we're going to keep doing a... uh, You know, talking about a game every week and doing a bit of a deep dive. I think we're going to tame it back a little bit. No... You know, we're gonna, not going to go two hours every week, but we're still going to crank into some games every week, starting next time with Pokemon. With Pokemon. Generation DOS. Yeah. I don't remember when we spoke about Gen 1. It was ages ago. Yeah, yeah. that was very early on. But I mean, to be fair, everything was ages ago now. <laughs> so yeah. We've been up a year away, but uh, going to come back next week. Pokemon Gen 2. Yep, and you're going to spend an hour speaking, talking about each region, uh, then an hour talking about the red battle, uh, and then probably an hour <laughs> ranking our favourite Pokemon uh, before before uh, wrapping it up. And um, and then an hour dissecting the relationship between Professor Oak and Professor Elm. Yes, 
Yeah, which is the better three wo- three lettered tree? Uh, Elm. Oh, oh, he's saying which is. <laughs> that wasn't an answer. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I take it back. All yeah, right. you're showing bias already. <laughs> anyway, I'll be Oak, you can be Elm, whatever, I don't care. Uh, but anyway, it's, um, yes, yeah, so we'll be back with uh, Pokemon Generation 2 because that, that oh, geez, uh, talk about massive games in our lives. Yeah. Uh, it's their games that we still, we can talk about Pokemon and, you know, whatever, ho hum. And then as soon as we talk about Generation 2, bloody hell, do we fire up. So. Yeah. When you talk about Gen 2, you you forget about every other region. Who even cares? Exactly. Mm, every other gen, rather. Yeah. yeah. Who, right. who, who are the other regions? Hoot hoot? Yeah. Nice. All right. <laughs> Thanks for everyone for listening, and we'll see you next time. Adios.